street. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. All right. Cross the streams. Dishing on the drive. Kane Ione here doing a solo dishing on the drive. And solo meaning I don't have Kip with me. But not solo in the fact that I brought back one of our infamous guests, one of our first guests, and one of our favorite guests because he's always got an interesting point of view. He's got a hot take. He's got a bold statement to throw out there. It's the one and only Captain Bold Statement. It's me. It's me. Eggert is back. Bold, bold Cap- statements coming at you. No question. But that's why we love him because he's got some just off-the-wall theories on things. Um, but when you really break it down, he's actually got some great points. I don't like to admit that to him because his head's big enough as is his ego is out there. So we don't need to keep blowing that thing up, but he does have some valid points a lot of times. <laughs> First off, welcome back, man. Glad to have you on here again. Second of all, Thanks, man. give me what you're thinking. What's going on in that mind of yours? Uh, first, first and foremost, I am 100% certain that a Warriors team never would have beat a Cavaliers team had they played a healthy Cavaliers team, meaning they don't have multiple all-stars hurt mm. and or pick up, and a, pick up Kevin Durant, the second best player in the NBA. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anybody that actually thinks James Harden or anybody's better than Kevin Durant. Um, some people may think that he's better than LeBron James. He's definitely not, but you know, there's <laughs> ignorant people out there. And, um, and I, I'm certain of the fact that none of those warrior teams would have beat any of the Cavaliers teams in any of the, the series had they faced a healthy Cavaliers team without Kevin Durant. That's it. Like there's no doubt hundred percent. And, uh, I'll leave it at that, but uh, hats off to them. Hats off to Kevin Durant. Big time shot he made the other night. Now, now he's he's made some shots that are somewhat comparable to maybe LeBron James's tenth best, you know, buzzer beater <laughs> in his career. But we saw Steph Curry the way he normally is in the finals, which is um, the worst statistical drop in performance of any NBA superstar to make a finals in, in more than one, like with a decent amount of NBA finals games under their belts, Steph Curry's significantly worse in those games than he normally is in any other setting, whether regular season or other rounds of the playoffs. And he's done it now four years. I mean, if, if last year is an example of, of Steph Curry's best in the finals, uh, he's not very good in the finals. Like that's, Mm. that's it. Like if Mm. that's the best he can do in four straight years in those games, playing with the better team, playing with more talent, playing with more people who spread the floor and set screens and run an offense that's Mm -hmm. built around his skill set and, and two points, two points. Like it's because He's flawed, man. He's he's Ray Allen that we pretend is Ray Allen at the end of his career is not a superstar, and that's what Steph Curry's game is. He's a better shooting version of an old Ray Allen. Needs a screen, defensive liability. Not a superstar, but people love throwing that word "super" around for somebody who can only play on one half of the court when his shot's going in. He's a two-time MVP. Ray Allen, which was never again, the MVP. which again is that in no way does Steph Curry 
make you can put Steph Curry on about 10 different NBA teams and then they don't even make the playoffs. There's certain guys who can do theirs, they can get theirs, but they don't make their team better. That Warriors team is good because of Draymond Green, uh, Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr's offensive you know, preference and style that plays well into Steph Curry's style. And th- they're good because of Steph Curry, but because he's a piece there, not because he's on that team. Mm. Put Kawhi Leonard on the Warriors for Steph Curry, and who's better? Are the Warriors better with Kawhi in place of Steph? If you still have Durant and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, and you and you flip them, yes, of course, a hundred percent. Are they better with Chris Paul instead of Steph Curry? Yes, the Warriors are still the best team. If you swap Chris Paul and and Steph Curry, they're still the best team. They're still playing for the. And I think they're. And my argument would be: there's about ten different guys you can put in place of Steph Curry. And the, the Warriors are better with that person in that role than not everybody. I don't think they're better with Westbrook. I think he's I, I think he will ruin it. I think his personality doesn't mesh well to sharing the ball team. I basketball. think that's part of what makes Steph Curry great. And what makes the Warriors great is his willingness as a quote unquote superstar. I know you don't want to lose, use that word for him, right. but the fact that it was his team. They had won 73 games. They had won an NBA championship with the team without Kevin Durant and right. coming and bringing Durant into the picture, and they've not missed a beat. There, there's no friction. There's no – that we know of anyway outside of the locker room. They're both willing to share the, the basketball, share the limelight per se. I agree with you 100% as far as if you were to say Steph Curry was going to go to the um, Charlotte Hornets next year. And it's right. just Steph Curry that's going to the Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte yeah. Hornets all, aren't all of a sudden going to be the best team in the East. The Charlotte They're Hornets don't be, make the playoffs with Steph Curry. They they may make. If they have the to playoffs, trade Kemba for him. If they trade Kemba for him, they don't make the playoffs. They'll well shit. Kemba took them to the playoffs. Uh, what was it two years ago? So they've got a right. chance. They got an outside chance to make the. They're not going to be. They're not going to come out of the East though. They're not going to beat LeBron if he stays in in Cleveland or stays in the East. They're not. And they're damn sure ain't going to beat the uh, Sixers or Celtics. Name I, the Hall of Name the Hall of Fame guard in the league. Right, a guy that's going to go Hall of Fame in your mind, no doubt. That Steph Curry can take one on one without any screen or or isolation or anything. I've seen him take Kyrie Irving all the time in these past however many years of the finals. Kyrie Irving struggles to guard Steph Curry just like Steph Curry struggles to guard guard Kyrie. I'll I'll give you that because Kyrie will make the Hall of Fame. He's a he, he he's not the he, best he, defender. He lacks. Yeah. He leaves no. us wanting more on the defensive end. Him and yes, him and James 100%. Harden. I've seen him I've seen him do Chris Paul Multiple times, I've seen him break uh, his ball okay. off. As far as ankle breakers is concerned, the That's old true. ankle breakers, classic ankle breakers. I've seen. I'll him give you that. I'll give you that. My, as far as his handles are concerned, that dude I'll give you that. dudes off. I'll give you that. That being said, LeBron, Durant, do, I mean, pure dominant players. When they've got it going, that's what a superstar is. Yeah, a guy you put that, the best can, of the best on them, and they still can't stop them. A guy that, that can in, impact the game either one way or the other, defensively, yep. offensively, doesn't matter. He He's going to put his mark on the game somehow.
And here, here's your here's your Eggert statement. Just like I've I've made some yes. bold J.R. Smith statements in the in the past when regards yeah. to shooting. I can't um, wait. When when Kevin Durant is on, he at his best may be the best offensive talent this game has ever seen. That being said, his at his best, the reason when he's at his best is when his jumper is going. When it is going like it can. It goes as good as any some of the best pure shooters in the game, even including Steph, Ray Allen, you know, Larry Bird when he was locked in. It doesn't matter when Katie's on; he's at at that level. But he's doing it at seven feet tall. the The reason why he's not as good of a scorer in in that in my terms, like the best a better scorer than LeBron is because his game is settling for those pull-ups because he doesn't explode past guys on the dribble. You do not see, you know, you see a quarter of the amount of the Kevin Durant drive by and finish with a dunk at the rim because he went right past his defender. Um, like you do see, you see that all the time from LeBron, Harden, Westbrook, those guys, they shake them, they hesitate, they get them off balance, they go right past them, and they finish at the rim. If you're going to shoot jumpers like Kobe did, like Jordan did, like, uh, like Durant does, you're going uh, to be less effective and less efficient than a guy like LeBron or James Harden from a scoring efficiency standpoint. Uh, he's way more efficient than, than James Harden. I don't know if he is. He's a hundred percent. Yes. In the last three years, you think he shoots a better percentage? I don't know if I'm, yes. I don't know, but we can look it up. It's not even close as far as him and Harden is concerned. Now, if you're talking LeBron and him, as far as difference in scoring, I, I agree yeah, with you that's, as far as LeBron's going to be more efficient of a scorer than, than Durant, because LeBron can uh, get to the bucket. Like nobody has ever been able to get to the bucket and finish. Like nobody's ever been able to finish by pure athleticism, explosion, strength, the whole, all, all of the above, and skill. And, and I, that's what yeah. bugs me a little bit as far as – and I was guilty of this a little bit as well, where you misinterpret what LeBron is. LeBron is still extremely skilled. For him to be able Correct. to finish with both hands at the rim the way he does while being fouled the majority of the time that he goes to the hole, go to the hole, the dude is off the chain skilled. Off the chain, if that is that even a phrase, I just made that up. Off the hook, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that word. That, I'm down. It. I'm down with that. That's dope, yo. <laughs> Either um, way, the, the dude, the dude is super skilled, man. And so there's the difference. And he, but he's not going to be the mid range jumper guy. Every once in a while, he'll throw out a fadeaway, which I, I get upset when he does because he can get to the bucket so much easier. Correct. Well, and and that's and that's really what it comes down to. The guy shoots. The guy shoots sixty plus percent on his two pointers. Yeah, like man. that's insane. Like that doesn't happen with a forward guard, a guy that that has the ball in his hands, facing the basket, dribbling. It's never been seen before. No. A guy that can finish and score at that volume. Well, you just you just said it. LeBron has never been seen before. A guy of his athleticism, size, and skill level has never been seen before. Durant is right there with him as far as you've never seen a seven-footer shoot the ball besides Dirk Nowitzki. but uh, Not nearly as athletic, yeah. Skill and athleticism of, of a Durant. He's just an, a different dude, man. And, and he's not physical enough to take the beating that LeBron does. That's why he doesn't go to the hole the way. And uh, I think that in turn is what makes him – 
less efficient when it's all said and done because you, you hit it on the head. He settles for jump shots, three-pointers, and every once in a while when he's on like he was the other night, it's phenomenal to watch. But if he is off, he's off. Yeah. I, you know, it, and I get why everybody likes seeing those type of performances from Kevin Durant, from – uh, a Kobe Bryant when he was on from Michael because when you're when you're hitting when you're scoring that that number that impressive amount of points whatever it is whatever the setting whether it's 43 points uh, you know 48 points 51 points whatever Jordan dropping 55 at the garden all that mm-hmm. stuff it is going to appear more impressive when you do it shooting jumpers yeah. it doesn't make it better people who think that's um means that person's better are all are also the people that are are probably betting a bunch of the side bets at a craps table because they just don't like playing the percentages yeah and that's <laughs> and that's fine it's that's it. that's you're it. exactly right and I, I said this to my brother when we were talking about greatest players of all time visually speaking it's hard to get over the fact that lebron's game isn't visually as good looking i guess as a michael jordan right LeBron's the the bottom line is um, LeBron's Adrian Peterson and Jordan was Barry Sanders and and at their best you got a lot of Barry fans out there hate to break it to you when AP was in his prime I'm not sure there's been a better running back maybe it's mid Jim Brown a lot of the same way Jim right Brown, yeah. it wasn't yeah, it's not pretty to watch but who was who was more dominant who was better. That's you know, interesting, man. That's an interesting. That's an interesting point. Once again, there yeah. he is. See, that's, those are the statements that I'm talking about, man. Those are the ones that you just throw out there, and then instantly I'm like, "What the? You, you got to be kidding me!" And then when you think about it, you're like, uh, "Maybe he does have a point." I would not. MJ is is well above the Barry Sanders topic, but it is. Um, it's an interesting. Interesting. Well, comparison. I think there's a lot of people out there that feel like Barry Sanders is the best running back to ever step on an NFL yeah, field. Yeah, I don't think oh, that's I, out of line. I would put him um, they, up there in the top three for sure. But and I just think but, if you could pick any point in their career, pick one guy for a running back for one game. You're playing a Super Bowl and you need to win. I'm taking AP in his prime because you could you could hand it to him every week. He would go 200 plus yards every week. Mm-hmm. Zit like and it's because he was downhill, rugged, bouncing guys off of him, incredible mm-hmm. speed and power. You just don't normally see it, and that's LeBron. Brandon happens to be, and I hate saying Brandon. Sorry, man. You are eager to me. And <laughs> who's who's Brandon? Who's this Brandon guy? Um, who's this guy? <laughs> Eggert is the biggest LeBron fan I know. He's not, he's not the biggest Cavs fan. He, and he will admit he is just the biggest LeBron fan. And so, Brandon, is there any sport that you're not taking LeBron as the number one pick? If you have the number one okay. pick in any of the major professional sports – Maybe excluding hockey, but let's, are you not? Let's go through this. Which, which sport do are I get to pick him? Do I get to take him at? Uh, if I pick him for that sport, I get to get him at whatever age I want and train him however I want. Yes. Okay, yes. so it's certainly he'd be. If that's the case, he's my number one draft pick in boxing. He would have mopped the floor with <laughs> Muhammad Ali. He would have mopped the floor with. You understand, he's the exact same height and weight as Vladimir Klitschko, right? With yeah. more athleticism than oh, he's, he's an any other heavyweight that's in, stepped in the, in the ring. ring. You, you think he Floyd would, have would, 50, would uh, step in the ring with 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 LeBron? No, I mean, right now, like on. right now, I'm talking right now. Who wins? You, you give me. I could train LeBron. 
along with I'd, I'd spend some money on some quality assistant trainers, but because uh, uh, I'm competitive. But uh, you give me six weeks with LeBron and a couple other experts, and we'd wipe the floor with Floyd Mayweather. What Floyd Mayweather would get? It's <laughs> all jab, man. That's that all jab. Be, He'd never that get inside. Might be Mayweather's next fight. That might be his next fight. If we can get that done and coordinate that somehow, Floyd's LeBron, out of shape. Somehow we get Floyd's you on this shape. podcast. <laughs> Oh, and I love Floyd. Uh, okay, so you, you're already right. taking him in boxing. Taking him in boxing. Um, I'm taking him in football for that's sure. A, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Okay. I mean, he could, and he's at, and he's he has enough of a motor. He could play. He could play 60, 70 snaps at tight end, wide receiver. You know, you know, right in there, and then go play a cover one safety that has no <laughs> responsibility, just go read. Now think about that from an, uh, how dominant would he be? How good, actually, here we go, Kane. How good would the University of Washington Huskies be with you, if you and Jimmy Lake and Pete Kwiatkowski could coach LeBron James as your high cover one safety? How tough is, <laughs> how tough is that defense? I, I, you know what? You I get him at we, whatever age, whatever strength program you want to put him in. I think we would find different ways to use him. I don't think we'd want to just stick him in the post and let him just roam around. I think we'd find different ways to use him. There'd be times where we'd bring him off the edge. There'd be times where we want to put lock him up on their number one receiver. There'd be times where we're blitzing him. I think we would find and utilize his talents tremendously. That would that would be an asset for our defense. There's no name. Question. You're right. You could move him around, do a bunch of really interesting things with him. Yes. That become really. I mean, just throw bubble to LeBron in the slot. Um, yeah, I'm I doing a lot of different things, and on, on, especially on the offensive side of the ball for sure. Yeah, uh, you talk about a red zone amazing. target; it's it's it's, it's over <laughs> for you. You, got, you just throw it up towards the goalpost every time and let him go get it. So, right. all right, I mean, so football is a no brainer. Okay. What about? I mean, we've seen the Sprite commercials. Do you think baseball? Do you think if you got another six weeks to train LeBron, or if you get him at a young age, do you think that guy is an Aaron Judge type athlete out on the baseball field? No, I think he's. Uh, I I think he's a pitcher. Oh, and I you're think he's scary the, good as a pitcher. The intimidating just, Randy Johnson type, six eight, six nine on the mound, intimidating the hell out of every batter. But why wouldn't you go the route of? Uh, What's his face, Otani from the Angels, and make him a two-way guy, make him a Babe Ruth type dude. All you could do that. He's you could do that. Nine innings, and then instead of having a DH, he's up there batting as well. I think. I think you could do that. I think. I think the again physics also. The, this is the reason why the longer those levers are, the longer your nerves are, the longer your your um, uh, your neurons take to fire. You, it, it is rare to get. Now they he has a hand-eye coordination that's amazing for a 6'8 guy. But at the same time, this is why LeBron wouldn't be my pick for golf. You, you start to get into a problem of um, it's why most kickers are shorter. It's why most mm-hmm. golfers are shorter. Um, they're very, there's, a few, there's a few exceptions to the rule, like Dustin Johnson and things like that. But you, you end up with there, there's a lot of physics and biology that play into that. That's so, funny because I was actually going to say the same thing. Like golf, yep. I know for damn sure you're not taking him in golf. And in baseball, it just you create this huge strike zone when you're that tall uh, that it makes it really easy to pitch against. And yeah, he's he's fighting an uphill battle. It was the same way. Michael Jordan's an amazing athlete. I think Michael Jordan would have been. I think there's a number of positions in the NFL that if NBA, if all the NBA players had played them, 
the you have the top the, I think that I think that the top 10 best tight ends to have ever played football have never played football they all played in the NBA I'm 100% certain of that fact <laughs> but you can't say it's a fact because we, we will never see it you can't it, just it really that. comes down to it really comes down to if I'm it's giving you theory. Antonio theory out there and trying to right. claim it as fact because of the level of athlete that we're dealing with, most sports that is based on athleticism for the most part, you're going to take. I'm the, I take him as a pitcher. I take he might be my first pick in baseball if I'm an American League team. <laughs> the reason why there is why people like to hate LeBron in the media. The reason why there's haters in the media for LeBron is because it's good for ratings. There's um, no question. It's it's you're either Fox News or MSNBC or you know, you're one or the other, right? That's mm-hmm. you pick a side and you want to, you want to push those boundaries. It. Yep. And that, that gets ratings. So um, that being said, as much as I don't like Skip Bayless and uh, um, some of these others, I'm actually going to take a guy that I, that most people don't classify as a LeBron hater. Uh, but I think he hates on LeBron and on this era too way too much. And, uh, and that's Stephen A. Smith. Mm. Um, while some people may think that he's a LeBron lover, he's a hater of everybody that didn't play in the eighties and nineties. And what I would argue, and I would love to do this segment with you (laughs) and Kip and anybody else that thinks that the, the, the basketball and this, this mythical hand check rule, um, which the, the mythical, um, ability that the hand check created, which is, developed more in lore than Michael Jordan's greatness to where no, there's people out there that swear Michael Jordan never played a bad game in the playoffs ever. A lot, a lot of those guys that are saying that, that say LeBron will never be uh, Michael are the same guys that were saying Michael would never be Wilt. Remember those old, remember our, remember our dads and grandpas when we were growing up, how we all thought they were stupid. You know, it's funny, man. And and I'm one to, obviously I'm an MJ fan and i i grew up watching 80s 90s basketball 2000 early you know whatever and i'm with you as far as athleticism all that stuff it's it's just natural it's it's called evolution it is what it is right people get bigger the game faster, has evolved stronger. technology These teams the would... evolved it's all different and yeah. but that you can't take away from the greatness of of those that that played in that era or the time before. If you think I'm wrong saying that 80s and 90s basketball actually wasn't physical, there were some cheap shots, but it actually wasn't physical at all. In fact, See, every I, I single can't. every single team would fa- every single guy in the NBA the way they play the playoffs now, go back anything not pre Jordan's second run, pre 96. 95 to 81, take a pick, pick any random game you want and watch the entire game because they exist on YouTube. That's the beauty of today. It's all out there and no one's allowed to the fit. Watch them screen. Watch the physicality around screens. They don't aren't allowed to push, grab. T- these guys today do. I mean, they beat up Steph here's, Curry on the floor the other night on in game saying- three. Here's what's funny, man. You, what you're saying right now, 
someone's going to say 10, 20 years from now and look back on this moment and go, oh, they were right. soft then. Those that played in the era are always going to say that it was more physical. Just like we're going to say that our game of football back in, in when we played was more physical because of rules, all this stuff. We could we could cheap shot the, or cheap shot the court. We could hit the quarterback. We could strike receivers over the middle, all this stuff. Whether it's more, it's still football, bottom line, right? Uh, I typed to Bo Clark the other day, and mm-hmm. Bo Clark was talking to. We were just talking football. He's coaching rodeo. We were talking the difference between kids nowadays and when we were there. Blah blah blah. The usual conversations as you get older. He called me too. He was asking me yeah. about some cameras and stuff for huddle, yeah. and he wanted to get an account. Yeah, so yeah, man. I told him to give yeah. you and Scott Turnquist a call. Yeah, and so but anyway, one of the things that he said, which was. <laughs> Blew me away. He said, "You, hey, you remember when we were in in school and we were playing, and we were looking at that '84 team, and it just felt so much <laughs> longer ago than when they played, and we were giving them crap about how, yeah, man, remember that game would look so crappy and old back then. They don't know mm-hmm. what it's like to play now. The exact same amount and, of years for us. Yes, he goes." We're now at that point where those guys are looking at us the same way we were looking at them in 84. And I'm going, damn, that's crazy to think about. So I guess long story short, to your point or what you were saying, man, everyone, every generation thinks that their generation of of ball, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, they all think that's when that was the prime time. That was when it was really a truly a game and and the best Mm -hmm. that it's ever going to be. And then as time progresses and you look back on it and say, yeah, well, it was at that time really good. But the game is always going to change. Things are always It has be- evolved. Um- <laughs> it's all relative. It's all relative, man. I'm going to leave you with this. Yes. Um, my final thing. Cl- closing final argument. Thought, closing argument. Um, it's really just uh, I want to – it's a really uh, – I'm just going to schedule a time with you. And it's uh, – I want to have a follow-up call. Um, when it's announced that yep. the Cavaliers and the Warriors and the third team have worked a trade in this offseason, and it's a sign and trade involving Clay Thompson and Draymond Green going to probably different teams, one of them ending up in Cleveland and um, one of them ending on another team so that LeBron James can come to the Warriors and play with Steph Curry and Kevin Durant because I am very. That is a very plausible scenario, more than people realize. Um, God, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. But if it does, you heard it here first, potentially. If you're Kevin and Steph, there's no point forward you'd want to play with more than LeBron James because he is unselfish. (laughs) And we'll end on that note. Cross the streams. Crack the egg. Let's go. Love it. Cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad.